Hello, hello, hello. It's me. <laughs> I am back. Hello. Um, my name is Danny Do It All. Uh, and this is Down the Pipeline podcast where we turn Rama fresh from the throne room of God into revelation, just as it says in Romans 10 and 17. Now faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Again, I am your host, Danielle, aka Danny Do It All. And um, it took me just a quick little second there to get into the groove because it's been about two months, okay? It's been about two months since I've uh, stood before you, recorded before you, you know, but we back. Okay, we back with Fresh Rama, and um, I have a word from the Lord for you um, regarding, I'm just honestly going to jump right into it, marital preparedness, okay? And that is coming from someone who has not been in a relationship in a long time. But before I get into that, I did take a little um, hiatus, if you will, and it was honestly as it usually is the enemy. Like, if you don't know, I have struggled a lot in the past, in the not so not so far past, like the very recent past, like yesterday. I have struggled with procrastination on and off, on and off, on and off. And um, I knew I struggled with procrastination. I knew I struggled with procrastination. Even when the Lord told me to start this podcast, a little evil you know, oppression from the enemy, let's just call it what it is, was definitely telling me like, you're not going to keep up with this. And I also struggle with consistency. Very, very, very long, hard struggle with consistency. But I also knew that this podcast was a way that God was trying to deliver me from that, to break me from that. So, you know, it is a I don't want it to be a process. I want to be healed supernaturally from these things. Amen. But I know that um, we know that faith without works is dead. And if I have faith that God is going to heal me from um, or deliver me rather from the spirit of procrastination, from the spirit of failure, to be honest, let's just call it what it, what it is. Because if you procrastinate, you're not succeeding. You're failing at what you set out to do. So if I know that... Um, by faith through by faith the um i think it says by faith by faith no hold on the just through knowledge through knowledge the just are delivered duh and i have the knowledge because i read my word i believe the word of god is true and profitable right for teaching rebuke for rebuke for correction for all the things so through knowledge are the just delivered. So I will be delivered from procrastination, from failure, from inconsistency, from all the things, and so will you. Amen. So I just wanted to kind of lay that foundation. So I don't even have, oh, just hold on. Oh, so I usually have all my things um, very, very close to me here that desire to be married because I do desire to be married. Um, there it is. I desire to be married and I desire to be married now. Okay. I want my last name dropped. Okay. I want my eggs cracked. Amen. Amen. In the name of Jesus. So God has given me, um, like a series, if you will, on marital preparedness. And I am so excited to release these words to you. Like, 
you're not even getting one podcast episode a week. You're getting multiple, okay? You are going to get multiple in Jesus' name. So the first uh, the first subject we're going to be touching on um, regarding marital preparedness is Adam and Eve. How fitting. Adam and Eve. So uh, the subject he gave me with Adam and Eve, you will know her. You will know her. And that's what this episode is going to be about. But I kind of want to just lay the foundation a little bit for you. So we're going to be talking about Rebecca and Isaac. Rebecca was single and not looking, okay? She was handling her business. We're going to be talking about Rebecca. We're going to be talking about how Isaac was going through and grieving his mother. We're going to be talking about how to deal with grief as a single man, as a single woman. We're going to be talking about um, Ruth. Uh, Maybe some of you guys out there are widows. You know, we'll be talking about that. Um, We're going to be talking about Boaz. So Boaz was an available rich bachelor. Mm -mm -mm. He was responsible. He was an honorable man of God. So we're going to be talking about Boaz. We're going to be talking about Mary and Joseph. We're going to be talking about the engaged couples and how their engagement almost fell apart. We're going to be talking about Paul, right? We're going to be talking about how um, if you're empowered by the Holy Spirit to be single, to live this life single. Now, that is not my ministry. That is not my ministry. I I, I desire marriage. And you know what? I'm going to be real with you. I even ask God, if you don't want me to be married, God, take the desire away. The desire is still there, so it's from the Lord, okay? Every good and perfect gift is a gift from the Father of lights who never changes, never casts a shifting shadow, amen? So we are going to be talking about today marital preparedness, and we are going to be talking about Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Now, it's funny because last time this year, Last time this year, I uh, I got a word from the Lord re- concerning um, marriage and relationships last year, you know, around this time. And I didn't want to put it out there. I didn't want to put it out there because I'm like, Lord, who is going to listen to me of all people talking about singleness and marital preparedness and, you know, what we should be doing, what we should be looking for relationships? Who finna listen to me? I ain't been in a relationship this decade okay i haven't been child listen oh i'm i'm oh my gosh it's just i haven't been in a relationship in a very long time but i i god gave me a word and i did not want to release it so i didn't so i didn't but um and i did not want to release that word but now i know that god has not given me the opportunity to be in a relationship because he's preserving my oil <laughs> i know i know it sounds very churchy it sounds like girl but it's facts though it's facts it's facts because when i do when i was in the past like in like relate let's call it what it is little situationships i have no business being in okay i gave all i had when you lay when they laid their head at the, down on that pillow at night they knew i gave it all i had okay i did i was that girl i loved i love love i do and honestly, I do believe that that that's why I have fallen head over heels in love with Jesus, because I love love. So I know that God has been protecting the anointing. I got, I know God that has been God has been protecting this oil. Okay, the oil 
costs. The anointing costs. The oil is expensive. And I know God is like, I'm not even going to let my daughter waste a drop. Okay? I'm not going to let my daughter waste not a drop of her oil. And I and we praise God. Amen. We praise God. So the last the last very long very long couple of years when I tell you there has been no man in sight. That's what I mean. There's been no man in sight. There's been no suitors. There's been no DMs. There's been no dates. There's been no calls, no text messages, no flowers, no um, lingering stare across a, co a crowded coffee shop. Nothing, nothing, nothing has been popping off over here. Okay. And it took me a long time to, and I'm not even going to use the phrase, be okay with it. It took me a long time to realize what the purpose was that, what the purpose was for that, what the purpose was for that. Um, so this time last year, <clears throat> I told you I got a word from the Lord concerning relationships and marriage and whatnot. And I was talking to my friend slash sister in Christ slash mentee slash, um, abuser uh shout out to Amir and I told her that I have so much to say about relationships but who would listen to me again as I said earlier who would listen to me I was just so unsure and just so apprehensive and just doubting that this was the word that the Holy Spirit gave me nothing that I came up with because I'm not that wise right I'm I'm not just a small town girl. I'm just a small town girl from Alexandria, Louisiana. Don't know too much about nothing. But that, you know, God has gifted, God has given me the gift of wisdom um, that Paul talks about in, I think it's 1 Corinthians chapter, it's either chapter 10 or chapter 12. Um, he's given me a special gift of wisdom and we praise God for that. But I was doubting. I was doubting that that word came to me by way of the Holy Spirit. Um, but now, praise the Lord. But now I'm so much more mature in my faith um, than I was just a short year ago. And I know that when I speak, it's not of my own wisdom or of, of my own strength or knowledge. But it's by the grace of God and the power of the Holy Spirit that I say what I say. Um, so I'm going to release these words I'm going to release them the way that God gave them to me about relationships. Um, you could take it. You could leave it. You could do whatever you want with it. Um, but it's going to get said. Amen. It's going to get said. So, anywho, a couple months ago, um, God told me that when my husband comes, he's going to know exactly who I am. Amen. When we bless the Lord, we bless the Lord for that. God told me that when my husband does come, he's going to know exactly who I am. Not, oh, that's Danielle. No, he's going to know that's your wife. He's going to know. And I was, I was excited. I was excited about that um, because I was like, Lord, we getting kind of, <laughs> we getting kind of, we getting kind of up there. I don't have no time for no long courtship. <laughs> I don't have time for a long courtship. Come on. Come on. Like I said earlier, I want my eggs cracked. Um, 
I don't have time for no long courtship, Lord. So this was right up my alley, baby. This is right up my alley. But me being me. Oh, he also said that I was going to know him too. I was going to know that that's my husband, right? So it's not going to be any questions between us. And we bless the Lord for that. But, you know, if you know me, you know how serious I am about the word of God, right? I don't. I don't want to get any revelation out of my own flesh. I don't want, um, as my pastor says, I don't want revelation without information. And that information comes from the word of God, right? So I was like, okay, Lord, well, I need some Bible for that. I need some Bible for that. Um, because I don't want to be like, yeah, I'm going to know who exactly who my man is. I'm going to know exactly who my man is. The Lord told me, the Lord told me, show it to me in the Bible. Show it to me. Let me see it. So I asked him. And ooh, <laughs> I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad I did because God gave me some fire. Some fire scriptures. So I have it written down here. Um, I'm not going to read it to you, of course. I'm just going to talk through this thing because I want y'all to feel me. Okay. I want y'all to feel me. Stick with me, track with me, walk with me in Jesus' name. Because how could two walk together but they agree? So I need you to come to agreement with this word because this is for you too. This is for you too, man of God. You're going to know who your wife is. You're going to know she is your wife because he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Hello. And you, woman of God, you're going to know who your man is, okay? Period. Now, take that back to the Lord. Take it back to the Lord in prayer in Jesus' name. All right, so... We're going to be reading from Genesis. Oh, Lord, I don't even have it up. Oh, my gosh. I am so. Now, this is embarrassing. Hold on. We're going to be reading from Genesis. Genesis 2. Gen. Ooh. Gen 2. New King James. Um, all right, so we're going to be reading from Genesis 2, verses 4, verse 4 through Genesis 3:24. I am not going to read all that. <laughs> I am not going to read all that. Um, my job here, my job here is to point you back to the word of God. So read it for yourself. We are going to hit some points. Okay. But I'm not going to read all that to you. Um, we're, 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 we are past that in Jesus name. All right. So Genesis two is talking about the life in the garden of Adam. Uh, it's talking about Adam's life in the garden, right? It's talking about how he had a job, how God gave him the job to tend to the, tend to the garden, tend to the animals, name the animals, do all this stuff. Right. Um, so I'm just going to read, uh, verse 15. I'm starting at first verse 15. Okay, so the word of the Lord says in Genesis 2, verse 15, then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. Verse 16, and the Lord commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden, you may freely eat, uh, but of the tree of knowledge of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Verse 18 says, and the Lord God said, and the Lord God said it is not good for man uh it is not good that man should be alone i will make for him a helper comparable to him verse 19 out of the ground the lord god formed out of the ground listen out of the ground 
the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. Verse 20. So Adam gave names to all the cattle, to the birds of the air, to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. Okay. Verse 15 says, God put Adam in the garden to tend and keep it, to name all the animals. Adam had a job. Okay. Man of God, Adam had a job. Woman of God, Adam had a job and he had an important job and he had a good job. He had a good job. Verse 18 says, um, it is not good for man should, that man should be alone. God didn't even want Adam to be alone. So when I be praying, I be like, Lord, you, it's, you my, my man needs me. He needs me. You said, y'all know how I love putting God back at his word and ask should you. You said it's not good for man to be alone. So he needs me. <laughs> he needs me. Verse 19, remember I said to to pay attention to this one, out of the ground, the Lord God formed every animal that there was, right? Adam and all the animals were, Adam and all the animals were made from dirt. Adam was tasked with naming all the animals. So he had seen it all. He had seen them all and given them all a special name, right? So I'm sure in my Holy Ghost imagination, Adam in the back of his mind was like, well, dang, each animal has its mate. You know, I've seen plenty of lions, multiple eagles, three zebras, a couple llamas here and there. Like, why isn't there anything that looks like me, that walks upright like me, that has a face like me? Like, where, where's mine? It don't say that. Imagination, Amen. Verse 20 says, but for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. So helper in the Hebrew means Azar. Okay, it's the word Azar. It means assistant. It means assistance and support in times of hardship and distress. It means ease. It means relief. It means guidance, comfort, and backing. Hallelujah. Uh, Azar is also the verse. um, It's also where I think it's David in Psalms calls God a very present help in time of trouble. So God is a very present assistance and support in times of hardship and distress. Your wife, man of God, should be an assistance and support in times of hardship and distress. You, woman of God, should be for your husband assistance and support. In times of hardship and distress. Okay. Words mean things, everybody. Amen. All right. So we're moving on. Verse 21. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. A deep sleep to fall on Adam. And he slept and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib, which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman and he brought her to the man. And he brought her to the man. Bring me to my man. Mm, mm, mm. Bring me to my man. Okay. So verse 21 again, 
God caused a deep sleep to come on Adam. And while he slept, God took one of Adam's ribs, not dirt. Remember, Adam was made from dirt. All the animals and the beasts of the field and the birds of the sea, of, of the sea Lord, not chicken of the sea. Um, the birds of the air were made from dirt. And he closed the wound. So, at, uh, what's her name? What's her name? Eve was made from Adam, right? Um, yeah, Eve was made from Adam. Okay, stick with me. So, um, he, uh, God brought Eve to Adam. So, God presented Eve to Adam. And basically, basically, God gave him a choice, right? Okay, because earlier in this passage, we read that <clears throat> God brought every animal to Adam, right? He brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever he called them, that was his name. That's what verse uh, Genesis chapter 2, verse 19 says. Whatever, who, whatever he brought to Adam, Adam chose its name, and that was it. That's what it was called. So just like the, the beasts, just like the animals, God brought <clears throat> Eve to Adam and gave him a choice. You have a choice, man of God. You have a choice. He could either name her like he named all the other animals or he could see her for what she really was for who she really was a part of him okay so he could either just uh, keep going bird dog cat fish fish next 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 no We'll see in a in a in a verse what he actually said, but he could have done that. But he paid attention. Man of God, you got to pay attention. You have to pay attention. Don't just get so caught up in, you know, your everyday life. Don't get so caught up in just dating to date. Don't get so caught up in um, in in your work, in your job that you don't recognize when God has, what God has placed right in front of you, right? So let's get to our, um, the crescendo of this, if you will, right? So verse 23, verse 23 says, and Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called a woman because she was taken out of man. Now, you may be like, Daniel, calm down. But once I get to the meat of this, y'all going to be like, I'm telling you, it's good. I'm going to read that again. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called. So he's still doing his job. She shall be called woman. Because she was taken out of man. Adam knew. This is the verse. This is like the passage that God gave me when I asked him for scripture to back up what he said. And was like, you know, my husband going to know me. Like, how? Adam knew. Adam knew. Adam knew her as soon as he saw her. Adam knew her as soon as he saw her. He knew she was taken from his flesh. He knew that they were one, that they were 
literally made for each other. And his pro- his 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 proclamation is so powerful. Like <laughs> it's so powerful. I can't wait for this to happen to me. It's so powerful because he said, "Now, whoa, 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 whoa." Hey, whoa, whoa, hey, hey, hey now, hey now, hey, yeah, that's what I'm talking, now this, this is, this, this is now bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, and she shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man, now this, Adam said, now hold up, where you come from? never seen nothing like this before i'm gonna call you woman i'm gonna call you woman i I know that's right but my question is how did he know where she came from i'm just gonna let i'm just gonna let y'all how did he know where she came from this man was knocked out sleep because my Bible says, my Bible says, verse 21, and Adam caused a deep sleep, a Lord, and the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam and he slept. This man was knocked out sleep. This man was knocked out sleep. He didn't feel, he didn't wake up and was like, oh God, what happened to me? He, he. He didn't wake up and notice the rib was missing, not, you know. It don't say that. He didn't wake up and like, oh, my head, what happened? God didn't give him a play-by-play of what, what was about to happen. Okay, Adam, now look, I'm about to put you to sleep because I know you've been walking around. You've been walking around here looking lonely and lost. So I'm going to put you to sleep. I'm going to take out one of your ribs. I'm going to make you a woman because I know you've been wanting one. No, 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 no. Adam knew as soon as he laid eyes on that woman, as soon as he laid eyes on that thing, he was like, oh, my God. And it's funny because God was probably standing right there. He was probably like, oh, my God. Now, this is what I'm talking about, right? I can see it. I can see it. And some tra- translations say that Adam was like, at last, this one. Is bone of my bone and flesh from my flesh. How did he know? God. God. He knew her. He knew where she came from. He knew who sent her. And I love this story for so many reasons. And I'm blown away. 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 It is just so good. Like, it is just so good because it was so comforting to me because I just, it was comforting because I knew um, that God had spoken that to me. And I, again, wanted scripture to back it up. And he sent me to this and he just illumined. Cause I mean, we've read this time and time again. I know I have, but it's like Adam was knocked out sleep. How did he know? How did he know? Now look, I, I want to give y'all a caveat with this, okay? This is not going to be everybody's testimony. So please hear me by the spirit. I know wonderful couples who were friends for years and just got together romantically or who had to warm up to each other, who had to be reconnected after, you know, 
being disconnected for a while or distance and all other sort of circumstances, right? But for those of us who receive this word, receive it, receive it in joy, right? I believe that God is doing something new in marriages now, and it's going to be so fast and furious. And I've been using that phrase for weeks now, fast and furious, because that's how things have been happening. That's how this year has gone by, right? Fast and furious. So men, do not be surprised when you see that woman and you can't contain yourself and you pull an atom and you be like, at last. Don't be surprised. And girl, don't be don't be getting the ick. Okay? Don't be getting the ick when that man wants to say I love you on the fourth date. Now look, he need to be a man of God. You need to be a man of God. You're not going to be out in these streets talking about something I love you, girl. Okay? You need to love Jesus first. Mhm. Okay. Now, this kind of goes back to one of my favorite words. And if you haven't listened to it yet, I will go back and listen to it because it is a powerful word of the Lord. And it stirs me every time I hear it. This goes back to impossible ditches. I think that was, I don't even know what episode that is. Impossible ditches. You won't see wind. You won't see rain. But your valley, your dry place, your desolate place is going to be filled with water, with refreshing, with renewal, with rejuvenation, right? You won't see wind, you won't see rain. And there is a sudden refreshing coming to your relationship status, to your ideas about marriage. Some of us have very warped ideas about marriage just from what we've seen, what we've experienced personally, um, what we have seen on social media. Oh my gosh. Um, it's just a refreshing. Your valley is going to be filled with water. Whatever dry, desolate idea you've had about marriage, if your if your faith about marriage, getting married has gone dry, refreshing is coming. Refreshing is coming. Your waiting has not been in vain, right? Your work has not been in vain. Your prayers have not been in vain. Your fasting, your giving, your sowing, your tithing, your um. Your service to the Lord has not been in vain. It has not been in vain. And do you know how in, uh, discouraged, and I kind of mentioned it a couple minutes ago, do you know how discouraged Adam probably was naming these animals day in and day out, walking with God, but still having no helper? And God saw that. He saw Adam didn't have any helper. He wasn't like, well, Adam, I should be enough for you. No, God knew what Adam needed. And he created it. God saw that he needed a, a partner and he provided him the perfect partner, a helper comparable to him. I don't mean to stare, but I'm just saying. So the helper is coming, man of God. And woman of God, you will be presented to your man soon. Take it from somebody who's still waiting to be um, revealed who's still waiting to be brought before her, Adam, it's coming. And I would not, I would have saved this word for myself if I thought it was for myself. If God didn't want me to share this word, I wouldn't be sharing this word. I wouldn't. So again, take it, leave it, sit on it, pray over it for sure. Take it back to the Lord and see what he says. See what Bible verses he leads you to. I really want to hear from you. 
I really want to know what you think. I really want to know how excited you are to experience your helper that God has created just for you. I am so excited for you. Let me be the first to tell you congratulations. And I want to invite to the wedding. Okay. Um, so yeah, this is just episode one in our marital preparedness series. Um, this episode is entitled, You Will, <clears throat> you will Know Her. You will know her, right? And if you're a woman, you will know him. He will know you. He will know you. Relax. He's going to know you. He's going to know exactly who you are. He's going to know exactly who you are. And I'm so excited for you. So we got a, we got more episodes to go. Um, please make sure you uh, rate this podcast if you found it helpful. I really want to know what you honestly think. Make sure you leave a review, subscribe, and share it. Share it with someone. Um, and if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I would definitely do so sooner rather than later. Um, so if you would like to do that now, if you want to experience the joy and the salvation and the peace and the protection and the easy yoke and the light burden of our Lord and Savior, just say, Jesus, I recognize I am a sinner and I am in need of a Savior. I repent for my sins. I accept you into my life to be my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you for dying for my sins. Thank you for shedding your blood. And thank you for rising again on the third day so that I could rise as well. I accept you into my life and I thank you for your love. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless.